Oi, tudo bem? My name is Thiago Romariz and this is the Labs Podcast. On the episode today, we're going still to talk about the crisis period that we live in Latin America, but we are going to talk about the future and how the investments in the region will fold after the COVID-19. And today on our show, I have the honor to meet Scott Sobel, the co-founder and managing partner of Valor Capital Group, a huge group of investments here in Latin America, and that is actually thriving in the region during this time. So just for a start, thank you so much, Scott, for being with us and to give us a little bit of your time and knowledge, of course. The coronavirus pandemic caused startups to freeze most of their spending. But at the same time, startups are seeking investments to grow, of course. And meanwhile, investment funds also need to learn how to manage their portfolio in a digital way, because we have a huge growth in digital business this time. And how Valor is doing so far in this entire digital process today. We have offices and partners, not only in Brazil, but in New York and uh, Palo Alto and California, and we have investors uh, from from Asia. Um, and so our firm had early indications of what was coming. Number one, um, not only from Asia to the US, but US to uh, Brazil. So we started with our portfolio companies preparing very early to sounding the alarm that um, we were going to be in a very different um, environment from a health standpoint and from an economic standpoint. What I am very proud about is that our entrepreneurs in Brazil went from planning to taking action in cases where companies had shorter runways, thinking about how they could extend them, um, and then also thinking about how best to fundraise in this environment. And we've seen 100% of our portfolio companies, again, take action and move quickly to make those decisions uh, that were critical. Now, I would say probably 10% of our portfolio or more is really thriving in this environment where the digitalization across industries and the ones pertaining to them have enabled them to thrive. A business like Mimic, which is doing a dark kitchen, uh, helping supply the demand for um, food delivery for restaurants. The business is doing very well uh, in this environment. We've had companies as well that have had to hibernate their business because either um, people weren't able to ride buses. So Busser right now um, has been not in a, an ability to um, operate or service their customers, but coming out of the crisis, I think will do very, very well because they are in a asset light model. The key to answer your question was moving quickly and in a decisive manner from planning to taking action. And those who hesitate, and they have not been in our portfolio, again, 100% of our portfolio moved quickly, but those who hesitate or hesitated may not be in as favorable um, condition. 
as a firm, what have we been doing? We've been very focused on our portfolio. As many managers have, we've had a portfolio bias, meaning we've been focused in spending a lot of time with our portfolio companies, as I've just described. And then also we were in several term sheets. I think there are three to four term sheets we were in pre-COVID. We were in three to four term sheets uh, pre-COVID and we honored all of those term sheets. However, it was our fiduciary responsibility to also adapt those term sheets to the changing market conditions and environment. In certain cases that had required us to, to adjust either valuations to FX and or reforecasting or de-risk our investment by reducing exposure or having other types of governance or creative terms. But we did again honor, we thought it was important to honor all those agreements and adjust them. And what we were very proud, we were very proud to see is that it also acted as a really good test, a test of our ability to be transparent with our entrepreneurs, our prospective entrepreneurs, um, and for them to see where we're coming from and vice versa, for us to be able to see them have those conversations with us, to see if we can find balance. And I'm really pleased to say, and I'm proud to say that all of those four term sheets, we had the tough conversations, but I think we all ended up in a very good place together as a result of those conversations. I could talk, the last subject is the new pipeline. So now that we completed that cycle of deals that of companies that we were in term sheets on, now we are just starting to look at new companies and build relationships virtually. Now, this is going to be not only the challenge for us and every other fund, but also for companies that are starting at this time. You know, founding companies require people coming together and spending time together um, and, and, and having that body language experience. Um, and, you know, we all are not having that opportunity right now, and hopefully uh, we will again soon. But that is a new chapter for all of us. And I really think it's just a uh, top of the funnel challenge, right? It's a top of the funnel challenge for us in, in building those relationships with entrepreneurs, not only us, but other firms as well, but also again, those founders having that same, uh, that same uh, opportunity. Good. Uh, and 2020 promised a lot of great infusions following the performance of the last three years, specifically talking about Brazil. But now venture capital may enter in a downward spiral. We will probably see a slowdown on the investments. Do you think the rebound of the sector may take a lot of time or at least more time than we were expecting to? Recently, I uh, did some research on it and I don't think we're gonna see a downward spiral by any means of the industry. No, I, I don't think that's the case. Um, I think uh, cr crisis creates opportunities and we are seeing many opportunities uh, coming out of this coming out of this crisis. Uh, you know digitalization is happening uh, across industries. 
we're seeing fundamental shifts in retail from offline to online that are driving digital payments and contactless payments in a way we've never seen. The volume is astronomical. Um, we're seeing uh, within financial services and fintech further deregulation, particularly in Brazil and open banking. And the central bank has a very progressive plan in a multi-phased approach that is going to uh, further fuel the fintech boom in, in Brazil. Uh, we think there's a lot of um, opportunity around um, digital currencies and stable coins and blockchain in the decentralization of many of the rails that you see um, uh, in the internet today. Um, so I actually think there's, and, and in healthcare, you have to think about healthcare with uh, telemedicine. Um, this moment of COVID has, not just in Brazil, but around the world, have pushed regulators to open up and deregulate the market to enable uh, telemedicine. We think that's a, a, a trend that's going to continue and distance learning and, and telework is all going to be permanent. So there's going to be some temporary changes, many permanent changes, and we're very optimistic about that. However, I do want to address your question because you do have to look at the numbers, right? I think in, in, in Asia and China specifically, there has been a contraction. Um, I think there's been about a 50% contraction from our first quarter of this year, year over year. So I think there has been a contraction there. I think the U.S. has, has not grown, but I think has stayed constant. Um, and, you know, Brazil, coming off of um, a all-time high year last year, may not see that same amount or that same amount of, of, of capital and being invested or that same volume of opportunity, uh, but it will still be extremely high based on the liquidity and based on the, the opportunity sets in the market. Um, so there is a lot of liquidity around Brazil. Many funds like ourselves and several others have uh, are coming off of doing their fundraising last year. So there's new funds in the market that uh, you know, have liquidity, are seeing these opportunities, and uh, will selectively continue to invest. Great. And which criteria will be applied to the next infusion, especially in Valor? Our founding principles are uh, continue to exist, um, and we're going to be doubling down on. Uh, the first point is that we're, we're very much vision-driven. And our vision is that the greatest opportunities for innovation and impact come from serving the unmet needs of the middle class um, and supporting the industries that support them. And that's financial services, health and wellness, and education being the three main. We also believe that there continues to be large, fragmented, and inefficient industries in Brazil where you, you can apply technology to reduce costs and to, to drive productivity gains and take logistics, for instance. We continue to look at, we've made many logistics and mobility investments, and we think that's a continuing uh, trend, but it, it crosses industry. I think this moment, and, and those two points I just made will continue to persist. I think at this moment, we got to look very carefully at industries that will have the tailwinds and not the headwinds. 
and the tailwinds we see are uh, again on the sides of of where there's deregulation and open banking and in healthcare and in education. That's a, a continuing trend that we like. Uh, we also believe that businesses that are are good for the environment, businesses that are inclusive, businesses that provide for diversity, all that from an ESG perspective are just good businesses and make good investments. So um, we're very much excited about uh, that as well. So we we continue to be very optimistic. We continue to be, um, I I like to say, let me rephrase it. I I, I like to see ourselves as rational optimists. And we think Brazil will continue to see uh, great opportunities in the tech and innovation sector, ultimately because the talent is there. Great, great. Thank you so much, Scott. This was Scott Sobo, the co-founder and managing partner of Valor Capital Group, one of the most important companies in Latin America these times that we are living right now. If you want to know more about Valor, you can access our website, labs.ebanks.com, where we have a huge interview uh, with Scott also. So thank you, Scott, one more time. And thank you also that are listening to us. Don't forget to subscribe in all digital podcast platforms. And also don't forget to subscribe our newsletter and special digital products that we have on our portal, labs.ebanks.com. I'm Thiago Romariz and this was the Labs Podcast.